Hello and welcome to Patch. I'm your host, Paul James. Today I'm joined by Matto Phillips. How's things, mate? Yeah, super. We're, we're As always. Obstacles left right center at the moment. My internet seems to be bad. I I've lost lighting in the shed. Everything's everything's going to hell on my side. And then you've just got the the consummate professional setup with your your blue lighting in the background and uh, not a problem in the world. So it's all right. We have got a plan B. And you're equipped and ready just in case things go south. Maybe maybe there'll be an introduction for people in the next few moments if uh, if they're watching the video version, of course. Uh, to resolve the situation. So, as people can tell, I've I've got power in here. The computer is running. I've got my my PlayStation symbols light. Just thought I had some form of external light. I've got my uh, what you call it, ring light on that I can just blind myself with if we need to. Um, but I don't have overhead, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But um, I assume it's just a blown globe. I'll find out more tomorrow. Uh, anyway, it is patched updates time, um, and it turns out you've got, I mean, typically it's the reverse, but you've got more games to talk about than me this month, so... So, no. Is it always that case? It's always... Uh, I feel no, like last month. Not, because, last month, you did. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, I was certainly topped up with some VR stuff, and I've I've still got VR to do, but it's been a bit slower going this month, so... Not to mention the fact that we're recording it almost... I mean, for the last for the last episode of the, the month, the last Tuesday of the month, it's about as early as we could do it, so... I, I don't know about you, but, like, I haven't been able to fit Resident Evil 4 in yet and those sorts of things, so... Um, no. So we'll definitely no, be talking about not. RE4 next month, I think, for sure. At least one of us, but probably the both of us. But anyway, um, what have you been playing lately? Well, from last month, we go back to the most exciting game in the world, which is, I've got to be honest with you, some of my games are, I'm going to sound incredibly bored about because I was... Incredibly bored playing them? Incredibly bored playing them. The first oh. game, well, it wasn't that boring. It just felt boring that was hi-fi rush you f- the game go on yeah i didn't find it boring i didn't find it no 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 didn't find it boring just the combat is a bit boring it's yeah, just okay. repetitive and all that that's that's all i got the problem is story in that great it's just the fact it just feels the same every time if it was something like you know super mario where the levels were a little bit shorter not like 30 seconds short nothing yeah. like that some of the levels you do are like go for about an hour and it just feels all the same yeah okay that's fair that's that, that, that's the only problem it's just the combat's a bit boring it's not like you're exciting what would you say may or say devil may cry scenario where you just absolutely slash and hack where this is i hate i honestly hate the blocking in it it's got it is 2023's worst parry Right. Okay. That's for me. It is, but that's I because tried, I might I have switched. Tried it yet, so. Well, I had to switch the controls around too because they put it par- parry as B and dodge as your uh, top trigger or R. If you got a PlayStation controller, R1. Oh, that's that's, right. I've, that's I've your, or Xbox. Yeah, is it right? RB. Right. RB. Right. Right. Yeah. Button. And sorry, oh, that was that... that was dodge. Did you say? Dodge. So what I did, I switched it. So dodge became mm. B block became right bumper like every yeah, other could, game yeah it's, it's but usually every other game if you go god of war or assassin's creed it's left bumper so it just makes it even more confusing as it already is but dodge is in the right place well, well look, we don't, in controller days it's a shame we don't have standardized you know controller layout still in 2023 so People just keep changing them all I mean, the time. Like, like, you know what? Let's just change this just to mess everything up for you. Hey, you've been used to these controls for eight years. We're going to change this button, and everyone will be enraged, saying, I mean, "Hey, let's not lose sight of the fact that I don't have a. I don't think I have a switch controller here. I don't have. Oh, just, just, you, you just keep talking quickly. No, I've got, here we go. No, you talk about this one. Let, let's not lose sight of the fact that on all three primary consoles the x button is located in a different spot exactly top whereas it's it's at the bottom for like it's just it's a it's problematic and i i xbox is the real problem i think for the for the most part simply because they were last of the party and they decided to kind of emulate nintendo but then didn't they decided to swap x and y around uh, i um, think is though too nintendo I don't think it's ever switched their X button around from the Super Nintendo days. I could be wrong on that. No, 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 you're right. No, no, they've, like, outside uh, They of... just never changed it, but everyone else's X is everyone is... Because it's the popular console, they just go, 
hey, X is meant to be here. Like, no. Nintendo used to do it before. It was cool. But no, I'm bored of Nintendo because they all wanted the hard disks and microchipped consoles and all that stuff. Yeah, like I'm able to separate the the X for PlayStation because I will just call it, and I, I guess it is what it's technically actually called, like it's a cross button. So I kind of think of it as a cross button in my head so that I can create that separation. But like if I'm bouncing between Nintendo and Xbox and I see the prompt on the screen, press X, I have that moment where I either pause or I straight up press the wrong button because I've, I've lost track of what console I'm playing and where the X button's, which of the two positions the X button's placed. So, yeah, there's a lot of problems uh, still that the industry has to kind of overcome that, that stem from just different consoles with different bu- button layouts to then also just some standard control things that really but, just should be a thing. But I think the problem is too, with Nintendo, they always change their controller every console. Whereas Xbox and PlayStation, it's always the same. So you just got the same layout. So you know that layout where Nintendo just go, you know what, let's just flip this up upside down and just ruin it for, not ruin it for everyone, make it better, but confuse everyone. Let's yeah, just I suppose that. you kind of, like everything was, wait, so I'm just trying to work it through. Look at the 64, so the Z button went Super from the Nintendo back. Nintendo was fine. Back. And then, then you had Z on the back, uh, you had... Um, a, B next to each other. A, B, but then... Did we have X and Y on the... No X and Y on no the 64 controller. GameCube... Went from X and Y to C, C buttons. That's right. Uh, GameCube, they all came back. No, don't have one in there. GameCube, and they, put they the Z button. Back, they were kind of wrapped the... slightly differently. And they put the Z button on near the right trigger. Then you had the Wii, which obviously is a whole is other... motion whole other thing. Mess. That's just really different. Wii U is just Then it kind of got back best. to their old design again once the Wii U came along. Um, and then Switch is obviously sticking to that too. So... Like, it's there, but yeah, they've kind of defected for a bit. But I still... I, maybe it's probably just a case of how old you were, when you were born, what your first consoles were. But for me, being the Super Nintendo and having X and Y in that position means that I'll always be stuck that way. Um, and Xbox should just come to the party. But Just Xbox. Well, meet, meet Nintendo. Meet Nintendo. PlayStation is a different... Uh, and again, again, I think it's because I call it cross in my head. And then obviously square, triangle, circle is just a totally different... Hey, it's, it's also my default platform for everything. Play, but PlayStation. Let's be so. honest. PlayStation got their ideas from PlaySchool. Their button ideas of round, yeah. square, triangle. Don't know if you get a cross window, but let's not worry. Yeah, they'll make, I can't they'll remember make, what the other, sure, I can't remember sure what the other window was. But, but, but yeah, anyway, so... Uh, Hi-Fi Rush and, and whatever else you've been playing. Okay. We fin- finished Hi-Fi Rush and then it was like, oh, hey, you can go back play it again. There's these doors you can open. I was like, mm, no thanks. I'd pass on that one. It, there is absolutely no replay value, unfortunately, in that game. You do it once. You, and that's you, don't, really, you don't really need to How do long it was again. the game again? Is it like six to eight hours or something? I think I just sort of roamed around a bit. It took me about 10, 11 hours. Yeah, okay. Because I sort of just I didn't rush it. I sort of just took my time with it and just explored a bit where I could. But I think if you really want to rush, you could probably do eight hours. Hi-fi rush it. Hi-fi rush it, yes. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah, 11 hours, according to how long to beat. 11 hours. And then, finish that. I thought, let's move on to something more exciting. So, what I was like, I haven't played this game for a while. There's some DLC I have to finish, so I thought I'd do it. And that was The Division 2, which... To be honest, it's not that exciting. The Division Two, but Division Two, it, it's, it's still time. fun. It it's still time. fun. It's still fun. There's still actually people playing it, which I'm surprised by, because there's people throwing out SOSs everywhere, and I enjoyed it. But there was one guy who was talking to me, and I actually have an emote that tells you to stop talking. I actually, I thought it was a wave, and I said to stop talking, and they got angry at me. <laughs> I saw. I said, said, sorry, I pressed the wrong button My and bad. this, that, blah, blah, blah. And then I decided it was a good idea to leave the group. I thought, I don't want to hear any more complaints. He's like, hey, don't tell me to stop talking. He's like, oh, I didn't mean to. I thought it was a wave. And then I had some DLC from oh, two years ago that I purchased because it was cheap. It was on sale. So I thought I'd finish that. Then when I finished it, I instantly uninstalled the game. What were you playing it on? PlayStation? PC. PC. Your absolute favourite console of all, of all, of the magical keyboard and mouse. I mean, I'd, I would connect a controller up if I was playing on PC, but uh, 
and be completely out of class, of course, because everyone else is using a mouse and keyboard. But that's whatever. I wouldn't go to the dark oh, yeah. zone. I wouldn't play competitive. Yes, I, I, I get told stories of your efforts with Doom Eternal at PAX. Oh, fucking Matt Hewson. <laughs> it's his favorite thing. It's his favorite pass. I was like, you want to see, you want to see, you want to see Paul suffer? Just give him a keyboard. If you, if you want to dunk on me, just uh, refer to that Doom. I, I mean, I got Doom. further than Steven. Yeah, you always you always back that up. He's like, but I got further than Steve. Then there's this big argument. Go, oh, this, but that, but nobody, blah 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 blah. Like, yeah, no, but it's just funny hearing Paul struggle with a keyboard. Yeah, yeah, old Wazdy just. But there are other people out there too that also probably struggle with the keyboard. We just haven't seen them yet. Yeah, they're. I've been told their stories. But yeah, finish that DLC. Then I thought, you know what. I've had enough. I'm uninstalling it. And like, that was the Warlords that. of New York one, is that right? Yes. Yeah. I know it was. I think it was like I don't know. There's like 20 different seasons now. I didn't realize. Like yeah, se- okay. Season. I said season 11. I thought what? I don't think I even finished season one. No. I don't want to go in after. Then they had like a cut scene saying, "Oh, this is other guy and all this." I thought I don't want to do that again. I'm not. I can't be bothered doing the same thing again. So hard pass, just like Hi-Fi Rush. And then. I did a silly thing. I thought, you know what? Let's play a Ubisoft game and then play another Ubisoft game back to back. It's a bad idea. I can tell you that right now. And there's a reason why it's a bad idea. And I'll explain it after I say the game was Far Cry 6. Okay. And I was was scratching my head because if you put me in a third person perspective, I'd be scratching my head trying to figure out, am I playing Assassin's Creed or Far Cry, because the concept of the story is pretty much the same. And so with the Division, it's the same thing. It's just taking over territories and not being very exciting. I thought, this is boring. It's like the tutorial is probably the longest thing I've ever played. The only good thing, there's always one good thing, the only good thing in Far Cry 6 is one small... Chorizo! Yes, to say, I want to say, this, yeah, there's a disabled dog named Terizzo who just, to be honest, doesn't really have a lot. Of, has some use, not a lot, but it's just when they you see those enemies shooting your dog, you go pretty much full John Wick on them and just blast them. I mean, they gave me a crocodile to start off with. I thought that crocodile's stupid. Give me the oh, dog. No, and then, the and then we finally, I don't. No one cares. It's all about the dog. When I saw the dog in the cutscene, I was like, oh, yes, finally, I get to see, get to use the dog. And I was, always, I can't remember, it's probably Carl or something. It's not really Carl. That's not very Spanish-like. Lose it, soccer. Nah. But if, all I say is, if you want to play a dictator-type game, or someone who's running an island as a dictator. Go play Tropical. In a tropical place. No, as I was going to say, go play Just Cause. It's a lot more fun. Oh, yeah, okay. That's fair. Um, I'd... Guapo was the crocodile or alligator. Whatever. Guapo, there we go. Um, I never ended up finishing Far Cry 6, but I actually really enjoyed the time I spent with it. It was just bad time. But I like I said, playing back-to-back Ubisoft games is, like I said, a bad idea because they all feel the same yeah, as fair. I found out. And being, it just gave me back nightmares of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I thought, I don't want to do this all again. For a hundred hours. But not a, I'm like, no, no hundred hours. No side missions, no nothing. Unless it's, of course, the, the good old mission of have sex with your mom, murder your dad. No thanks. <laughs> Can't wait to play Odyssey again no interest. and relive that. No, I have no interest whatsoever in any side missions unless it involves something like that. Now off to the boring, get rid of the boring stuff. That's all the boring stuff out of the way. Get some more exciting stuff oh, and go back into playing, I think I was talking about it last time, Resident Evil 2, because I yeah. decided to do the Claire side of the story, which Oh, that's right, out, yeah, I forgot about that. Which, in the end, is pretty much the same as the first one. Well, not the first one, Leon, I should Leon's, say. Yeah. Old buddy, old pal, terrible dialogue, Leon man. Which, it's I, just, I just the way they kind of cross over with a few key moments. It's slightly different, right? Yeah, bits and pieces. It's sort of one certain area where it changes, but everything else is pretty much the same. Sewers. What's that stupid nest? Nest where yeah. when you go to nest, all the same. And obviously, the police station is the same too. 
the same. And just after you go out of the police station where Mr. X is chasing you, that's where it sort of changes for a wee bit, but yeah, not okay. much. Uh, yeah, I never, I never went to Clearside, so I mean, one of these days, I'm sure I will. Yeah, but that remake was see, amazing. So that remake was great, and then I didn't quite finish it. I should really finish it. I'm up to like the last part anyway. But I just thought, then I was going to do it. Then, then there was a Capcom Expo thing or showcase, whatever you want to call it, and they said Resident oh, Evil yeah, 4 yeah. demos available. I thought, hey, oh yeah, the I'm chainsaw demo. A, yeah, I'm going to give that a go, and it was very long. And people but can it check was it okay. out on the Player 2 uh, YouTube channel as well. You've got to play yes, through that demo. But I understand why it was short, because it just I think it was just showing you sort of... I think it was giving you some breadcrumbs, as some people would say. Just yeah. give you a little taste. And I, I didn't need to be convinced weeks. of I want to play it or not, to buy it or not. I want to buy it. Because Leon now has the ability to Chuck Norris kick people in the head. And it is great. Is the is the absolute? We've moved up from just Leon wincing around in a police station, steadily holding his gun to walking around with a shaky gun, which I always find I just well. I mean, the fact that he can walk and shoot in the remake is good though, because it was true tank controls in that one. Like you, you would have to stop moving to shoot your gun. Oh yeah, in the old days, yeah, that sucked. And then there was other games too. There's other games too where you sort of had to, I can't remember what it was, but you had to sort of like move it. I can't remember if it was Resident Evil, if you had to slightly move it left or right to get the right aim. I can't remember. Yeah, I think there was maybe. one survival horror game that did it and it, was, it wasn't it was fun. I can tell you that much. They're panicking as a monster coming after you and you're trying to aim up and you miss. But it was good. And also you get to keep your knife this time instead of stabbing them in the face and just and let them have it. it. You get to keep your knife. Well, because you, so, you pop a whole lot more zombies in this one too than like Resident Evil 2 but, or 3. Are they zombies? I, that's what or I'm trying to scratch my head are. around. Yeah, like the infect, I'm calling them infected because I don't know exactly what's going on because we didn't get that far because old Chainsaw Man came out and I didn't know what Chainsaw Man was all about. Just appeared. I was like, what the hell? It's like, who is this guy? What is yeah. this part of the story? Yeah, then yeah, bells I, go off and then they just ignore you. Then the bells go and they ignore you. Like, hey, what's going on? And then it finishes. And they're like, oh, I want to know more. I want to know what's going on with the bells. It's a good thing I need the game's to buy... out now so I we can need... dive into it. I need to buy a game now and play. Yeah, so, yeah. I'll I'm, I'm pretty hyped for it. Th- thanks to uh, Capcom, I've, I've got it. I just haven't been able to start yet. So It's also another thing, too, that you know you've got big confidence in your game being ready when... You put the reviews out a week, a week before, before yeah. release date. That is straight up confidence right there. And I think that's what I like about it. It was a weird one though, because I felt like the confidence was it was a bit weird because they the reviews were a week beforehand, but Jess did the review for us and codes only came out uh, not just for us but worldwide four days before that. So like it was it was a super limited window to try and bash through the entirety of Resident Evil Four, um, and then try and review it. Yeah, in the space of what's that forty eight ninety six hours. So. Okay. I uh, thought it came out I a week that, beforehand. But yeah, no, the reviews were a week beforehand, code, I mean. but the amount of time that the codes were out beforehand was then really short. So I was like, they're coming oh. in, like the codes, uh, like the game's clearly coming in real hot, but then you're also super confident about it. This is a shitty sort of scenario if, you, if you're the unfortunate sod trapped in the middle having to having to work on it. So uh, I'm glad it was Jess and not me, and she did, a, did an awesome job still. Got the review out. I believe I remember seeing messages from her saying, like, within the final hour before the embargo, it's like, I'm going to get there. So, like, she she really pushed it to the line. but Just dragging herself across the line going, I got this. A pretty epic effort, so. And then, my final game of the month, which is also a game that you have also played. This month. The the favourite GameCube game, the highest selling, oh, yes. highest, highest reviewed game. Game of the year so far, I think. Is game it? of the year. And people can complain about it going, oh, it's, but it's from 2002. And it's like, yeah, but back in 2002, it got two extra points out of their Metacritic. It's, uh, if you really want to look at it, they've let themselves down two points. They've gone <laughs> from 98 to 96. So I see that as Nintendo's let themselves down. down. Yeah. Bit of a letdown. I mean, come on. What I found out too is like, I was looking at like highest rating games, like Metacritic scores, or whatever. Yeah, I'm Ocarina of Time. 
Ocarina of Time is at the top with 99. Then Tony Hawk 2 is, I know, it's is crazy, his second. I was, like, I was like, well, I do admit, it was a good game back in the day. I was sort of thinking about going, back in those days, yeah, you can give it a 98. I mean, there wasn't really anything with a fault at it, but it just makes me laugh because there's GTA 5, which got a 96. Tony Hawk 2 got a... Actually, this is the other thing too. Tony Hawk 2 is the highest rating PlayStation game. Yes. Yeah, it's... Not not a, not a PlayStation game, just a... Not The Last of Us, not, not, the Last of not Us. God of War. Not, it's... not God of War, not whatever other games. Not... Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Pro, but yes, on the Play, PlayStation 2? PS1, PS1. on yeah, the PS1. PS1 so is... they've been letting themselves down for 25 years. They've been beaten by <laughs> um, never made on a skateboard. Game. Never. Come but on. yeah, I mean, actually, I've taken a look at the yeah, the best the best reviewed games of the year. So Metroid Prime, Primary Masters equal first with The Witcher Three Wild Hunt Complete Edition. Um, yeah, but see, but the thing with that is they're already oh, hey, good no, games. That, that came out. That came out last year, oh, December be, though. But I don't like know. Retail, it must have been like a retail version or something, because specifically it lists the Xbox plat, uh, version. But really, they must have put out. They must have put really? out like the free patch, but then maybe a month later it actually actually kind of came out. Whatever, no, I won't count that. So, yeah, still, got... That still makes no sense, though. Metroid Prime, and then equal on 93 is Resident Evil 4 for PS5 and Tetris Effect Connected for PSVR 2. Tetris, okay. Oh, it's so good. Remember, I was ranting I about that. No, I'm not, not complaining. It's just funny because there's all these old games and people complaining going, oh, but they're all remakes and this again, high reviews. I'm like, yeah, because they're good. Yeah. Could you think about them make, remaking like Superman from the 64 and just making it the same? I'm pretty sure it's going to get the same rating as it did. Well, how about I go through the top 15 reviewed games of the year so far, just since we're since we're here. So Metroid okay. Prime, remake or remake. Like, I'll bundle it into kind of remake, remaster, whatever, like, versus brand new game. So Metroid Prime, remake. Uh, Witcher 3, if we count it, remake. Tetris Effect Connected is a port of a PSVR game. Uh, Resident Evil 4, remake. Resident Evil 4 again, remake. Now, I guess I'm kind of getting technical, but I don't want to try and split hairs. Oh, is this so, the stupid, like, PS4, yeah, so PS, like, yeah. stupid thing? Okay, but, uh, yeah. So far, 1 to 6, because Resident Evil 4 again for Xbox then is uh, on 91 for for that. So that's... Um, oh, no, the top, those the frame top rates. The 6 are all remakes, off. remasters, or ports. Uh, then you've got Persona 4 Golden for, for Switch. Rem- uh, port. Remake. Port. Number 8 in the list is Dead Space. Remaster. Remake. remake. Oh, there. Number nine, and the only game in the top ten that is a brand new release for the year, Hi-Fi Rush, um, on an 89. Uh, Persona really? 4 Golden again 89? for Xbox. Yeah. Persona, oh, okay. Persona 4 Golden, 89. Dead Space awesome. for PS5, 89. Hogwarts Legacy, brand new release, 12. Dead Cells Return to Castlevania, DLC. So, I don't know, like, you could maybe get technical with that. Um, but sure, we'll count it, so that's three. Uh, Res Infinite, PSVR 2, that is already been available on the original on PlayStation before the original PSVR and Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line which is the the music like the rhythm based Final Fantasy thing so I guess there's oh, yes. four out of the top 15 games there's four that are brand new releases and number 16 on the list is Monster Hunter Rise so uh, I guess that's four the out of PC. the top 16 so far the PC version although yeah. Xbox and PlayStation 5 as well isn't it X- yeah, what version is it it's the PS5 version for Monster Hunter Rise there but yeah, oh, yeah, I guess Xbox. I'm sure if I scroll, Xbox will be in there somewhere. Yeah, there it is, uh, at 21. Um, in fact, no, it's just on the same score. There's just a whole bunch of games all on 87. Theater Rhythm again oh. on PS4. Hi-Fi Rush for Xbox. Dead Space. P- Persona 3 Portable. In fact, like uh, number 22 is Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. But 23 is Persona 4 what? Golden. The the serial box game itself is at number 22. 24. Four is uh, the the Legend of Heroes: Trails to Azure, which is I think that was a remaster, or maybe maybe just making its way to Western shores for the first time. But it's definitely been in Japan for a while. I don't know what a space for the Unbound is, but at twenty five, that's another new release. There's five out of the top twenty five, like or six. Oh well, well as I say, we got uh, Jedi Survivor coming out next month, so that might might crack the top ten. You never know. Spider-Man 2 later in the year, or September, September as Dickhead Venom voice actor released. Uh, that's probably going to get in the top 10. Don't know about top 5, that's kind of pushing it, but come on, developers, you're letting yourself down. You're getting outdone by remakes. But the, the top of the... Uh, the one at the top, which is Metroid Prime, remaster, remake, whatever you want to call it. There's a reason why it's at the top. 
It's so good. It is brilliant. I don't care what people say. They'll go, oh, I have to go back here and there. It's like, it'll take you two minutes. If you're playing Grand Theft Auto Five, it'll take you 25 minutes to get from one map to the other. You won't complain at all. No. But two minutes? That's nah, too much. and bitch and moan. Yeah. It's a brilliant game. And it just brings back good old memories of the old GameCube days. And I accidentally... I know this sounds really arrogant and stupid. I accidentally 100%ed it without really trying. <laughs> uh, that's that's kind of awesome. Because um, I, if, when I usually you hear the sound of an upgrade, I'm looking for it. I don't care. Like I could just ignore too. it. I could ignore it, this and that. And then I've kind of forgot about the part at the end where you had to find all the artifacts. So in the end, I only had to Google two of them. Two. That was two artifacts because I was also, driving insane. That close, you almost feel obliged if you can't find them yourself. That's when you're like, yeah, okay, well, well this close, I've got to finish it. I actually wrote them down notes like the things like the most, they put it as the most obvious thing. They highlight all the key words that we have to go. And I'm looking at it when you Google it and look at the walkthroughs and all that. You look at it and go, yeah, what they said as the description to find the artifact made sense. What a surprise. Yeah, okay. It's like, just do this, shoot that. Like, oh, yeah, that's a bit hard. Then you look at it and go, oh, that actually makes perfect sense. Plenty of sense. Shocking. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly thought when I did it, because it was at 98%, I need to find one more artifact. I thought, damn it, I'm going to sit on 99. And then I got the artifact, said, congratulations, you're 100%. I was like, oh, great. So you just get 1% bonus for collecting everything. Yeah, it's almost or like the, the platinum trophy in something these days, which actually counts to the 100% at the same time. Well, it was just rounding up to the nearest whole number, so it could have been 99.5. One will not know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm playing Metroid. I'm not done with it, but I, I am loving going back to it. It's it's nice to just kind of chip away at a bit of a slow crawl while I'm doing it, but it's it's pretty sweet. So, yeah, I guess we'll be talking about Metroid again next month because it's gonna it'll feature on both our lists. Then those... Dude, I was playing most of it on Twitch, and one guy said, you can jump in this. I thought, no, you can't. Like, as your ball, as your little morph ball. Oh, when you're in the morph ball. Morph ball. Morph ball. I remember playing the GameCube. There was no jump, and then there is a jump, found out. They brought it in into the Wii version of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, I never could, knew I that. I couldn't even remember. Because I, I was just being an idiot, just using bombs to jump instead of, you know, actually pressing every button to see what it did, because... Every time I went to go switch guns, I switched visors instead because I forgot to press the goddamn X button. <laughs> which um, is the only downside I have with it. That's why I probably lost two points. It's just having the... That's it. That's the only problem I've got with it is just that holding the X button to switch. But that's nothing, though. That's just being picky, that's though. Yeah. Um, that was your last game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So for me, you've obviously just pinched one of the games that I was going to talk about. So I don't have a huge amount left to actually discuss. It's been a pretty pretty quiet month. There's been like there's been like a two and a half week block where it has been podcasts every night or work events or even earlier this week, which I guess I can kind of maybe bake into the the conversation a little bit. Uh, been like an, an AFL event um, where I went and, went and checked out. And so yeah, actually, I may as well do it now. Uh, I went and played AFL twenty three um, at the the AFL. 23 game launch event uh, that I was kindly invited to by the AFL slash Big Ant. Um, I got to play uh, about 15 minutes of the game, really 10, 15 minutes of it. It was a pretty brief sort of experience. I spent most of the time because the control, like it's it's moved over to Big Ant. They are probably the best in the the local biz when it comes to kind of the sports games, whether it's cricket or lacrosse, as we discussed in the past, or tennis or whatever the case happens to be. Um, they're like it's it's it playing really well. Like I'm I'm really really happy with it. But the only catch is I did have to like they had kind of a little screen with the and I I'll see if I can hold it up and catch it properly on, um on the camera here. They had a little screen kind of mounted similar similar deal to what you might see at a PAX or something like that. That was like here's all the controls and they had all the different lists for like oh so it's like a menu. The attacking controls, controls. defending controls, set shot controls, loose ball controls, advanced attacking controls. Um, see, these young people just don't understand. The instruction booklet of yeah. the importance of the well, instruction was, booklet yeah. back in the day. I'd imagine this might have one if you buy it physically, but um, yeah. So I well, just like that, I, just a laminated piece of paper inside the case as your yeah, control. Yeah, they just fold. Like as soon as you open the case, it just pops out, springs in your face. Um, 
I I found myself doing the the Jim Ryan sort of thing a fair bit because I was kind of looking over like I was constantly looking over at the at that little menu there to to get. Well, my... I thought you're trying to I thought you're trying to copy people. So no, what you do it is no, just because heading... I was kind of constantly looking over. So then you kind of start holding the controlling wig grips as you as you kind of swing by. And I'm pretty sure on a few occasions I did the Jim Ryan sort of thing. But um, yeah, it it plays really well. I think the only the only struggle I had was the fact that because it was such a small amount of time I got to play it for, and the controls have been changed up a little bit. You know, little things like I've, I'm pretty sure like handball used to be circle, but now it's square. So it's kind of going like you know, um, the head telling me, oh, I need to I need to press this, but then it's not anymore. Um, stuff like that that just uh, with a bit more time I'll absolutely get used to, and I, I'm sure it's all for the best because it did really feel like it played quite well. It was just a case of learning curve and all that sort of stuff. So um, thanks to the AFL and Big Ant for inviting me to that and yeah, look forward to playing it, I don't know, before or at launch, whatever whatever ultimately happens. It was kind of cool bumping into a whole bunch of, I guess actually and since I'm talking to you about it for the first time and I could just share it um, now that we're there, like sitting, sitting at a table chatting to other games, media folks at the time. Um, there was like, like it was a re- really weird mix. Like I had... Uh, ben, my co-host from all the hoop show, Geelong stuff with me. I brought him along as like a, as a plus one. Um, there was lots of AFL traditional AFL media there. There, like you had the Mitch Clearies and all those sorts of guys that you see for Channel Seven News and all that sort of thing. Uh, the AFL.com.au guys. You had um, like the YouTube, like the uh, footy YouTubing sort and influencer sort of scene as well. You had the games media, and then you had AFL players strolling around the joint. And Christian Petrarca, for example, is one of the cover athletes now. And he just plopped himself down at the table at one point and, you know, stopped for a bit of a chat. Um, not trying to shill in any way, shape or form, just kind of sat down and started talking. And a couple of them were that, tr- like a couple of the people with me were that traditional video game person, that, you know, sports ball, I don't know anything about this. And then there's a couple of us like foaming at the uh, at the mouth because the, uh, I mean, the cover athlete and arguably the best, one of the best, best players in the competitions just plopped himself down at the table for the last 15 minutes and just been chatting with us. And then he eventually gets up and leaves about five minutes later. One of those, and I won't, I won't name names just to spare them. But um, one of those traditional games media people, like, it must have looked around the room and had absorbed the fact that he's the cover athlete from all the stuff that was kind of around the room, and just looked back over and gone, "Was that, was that the cover athlete that was with us before?" I'm like, "Yes, holy shit!" <laughs> like, what are you, what are you doing? Yes, God, no. Um, so I mean that oh, was that's, uh, what, yeah, that's what happens when you take games people to a sporting event. They just don't know what's going on. Yeah. So Ross, next time, should, uh, cut really a few they, and just give me more tickets to bring people. You gotta you gotta send out a questionnaire saying, "Do you like sports? Yes or no?" The answer is no. Don't don't bring them. Just yeah. I think it was put a bit, of, put a bit of another room. I live in Melbourne. I've been around. invited to a Melbourne Games event, so I'll come along. Sure, why not? Oh, it's about football. Oh, I don't know. What, uh, who cares? I'll take the. All you gotta do next time, the people say no, just put them in a, all in a room around one TV. No, no one else around, just all the games people, yeah. and then they can just all play it and not embarrass everyone else that's there. Well, yeah. Th- thankfully, I mean, that comment was made after Christian left. Like, everyone was... No no one no one was kind of weird. or Actually, probably the most weird or awkward people at the, at the time were probably the likes of me who actually knew who he was and was going, oh, my God, Christian Petrarca's sitting here. Um, meanwhile, you've got someone like Nick Dacos who's just leaning across, you know, popping uh, uh, finished uh, chicken skewers, just leaving them on the on our table because he's finished with like as in he's finished them he's just like popping the sticks down on the table um and just leaning across apologizing like what the fuck is going on here like it was a weird weird night for someone who's like right all in the these sweet spot sports of the people diagram. i see on the tv and they're, they're there yeah they're just there and i mean like you know through through some of the footy stuff like i'm starting to interview afl players so it's been cool in that sense but to be just kind of in this weird sort of environment where it's I'm kind of in my zone when it comes to all things video games, but at the same time, there's just AFL players strolling around and um, like big kind of traditional footy media as well as uh, influences that I've worked with through uh, through the show as well. So like I was, I felt like everywhere I was turning, it's like, oh yeah, I know that person, that person, you know, or, or recognize that person, you know, as an AFL player or whatever the case happened to be. It was such a strange night, but it was really, really awesome. And the game's shaping up pretty well too. And uh, yeah, Christian, Christian Petrarca along with Darcy uh, Versio is on the front cover so good on him um, anyway I guess in terms of the games the, our more typical sort of fair um, I played Demio which was a really popular PC slash VR game uh, from either last year or 2021 but it, it made its way to PSVR 2 it's one of the games that I was given a code for at launch so the review's out on the website people can go check that out but um, really like I'm not a tabletop guy at all but I've 
I quite enjoyed it. Like the, it, it's pretty much like there's not really a story of it of any sort. You just kind of thrust into these kind of tabletop style in, encounters. There's five different uh, missions with three like levels you kind of navigate, and it's literally like in the top two levels, it's always just about find the key, like survive for long enough so you can find the key and then unlock the door and you move into the next level and you repeat that one more time and you get to the final level and there's a boss that you have to contend with and you you can either play it solo which I wouldn't recommend or play it with v, uh, play it in um, co-op with people either in VR or or not it doesn't really matter it's just a perspective thing for people there um, and and it works really really well like the co-op experience is definitely the way to go but it does like the it doesn't really not handhold you, but it doesn't really onboard you very well. Um, it was probably my main criticism of the game. Like, I really felt like I had no idea, uh, not what I was doing, but like why I was failing early days. Like, I'm, I'm going attacking this thing. I open the door and there's a whole bunch of monsters that come through, but how am I supposed to know that there's a whole bu- bunch of monsters that are going to come through? And then I can't get it. Like, it, it was kind of some of those strategic things that I didn't really tutorial, tutorialize very well um, that I wish they could do a little bit better, but otherwise it's a, pretty awesome experience and again people can go check out the review on the website there um and i guess it's probably like the only game for review that i've uh, that i've got to talk about at the moment. i've been playing a bit of uh, horizon uh call of the mountain the the vr game as well and that will be for review as well but not enough to really have any thoughts just yet the other two main games i've been playing and i guess that i've i've spent a decent chunk of time playing this month has been uh dredge uh the, the little boat boat yeah the boat little one. boat um roguelite sort of game that that we've we've seen it packs a bit. It's been looking really really good. Um, the team seventeen, uh, like some of the, some of our friends at Team Seventeen, the publisher, have uh, sent a few codes over for review, so that uh, Sean could put together his review and so that I could play it. Um, and so thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed playing it. Uh, I might chase the plat at some point, but at the moment I'm just trying to make sure I keep my head above water with all the reviews and stuff that are going on. So uh, really really enjoyed the game definitely worth the pick up and actually when it came to our metacritic list it was in that top it was like 26th or something it's got like an 85 metacritic it's it's being received really really well and it deserves every bit of it because it's a it's a really really cool game um and the other one that i've been especially most recently piling a ton of time into uh, a february release but wild hearts um the the monster hunter like um from from ea and the oh geez what's the name Omega Force or whatever they are, the the people who do like the Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors and all that sort of stuff. Um, oh, yeah, you wouldn't like they've been doing that Musou grind, the, the Hyrule Warriors and all that. They've been doing it for years, and then they just pump out a Monster Hunter like that is actually actually that's a better example for my Hi-Fi Rush one. It's just Hyrule Warriors, which is pretty much doing the same thing over and over, but not really thinking about it because. You're running around like a headless chook trying to stop people from taking over your goddamn territory things. Yeah, right, okay. Okay, good comparison. Good, I'll keep that in mind then when I when I finally crack into that one because I absolutely need to. But um, but yeah, I guess like it, it's a really good first attempt at the Monster Hunter thing. They haven't 100% nailed it. There's some little balancing things and I was telling you before the before the show starts that I've like I'm down to the what is the final three monsters that I've got to take out. Um, and the, the difficulty has spiked a fair bit um, at that point. So there's there's a few little things like that that I guess can still happen in Monster Hunter as well, but I'm noticing it a little bit more here. Um, but the building stuff, the kind of almost, you know, Fortnite sort of inspired in some ways with the, the way you can just kind of quickly build things on the spot um, actually works really, really well. So um, I really, really enjoy that. And I've kind of learned a little bit the hard way that I needed to use that a lot more than I was. I was just trying to very Monster Hunter style, just try and bash their head in or whatever the case happened to be. But um, you can build these giant, uh, you know, little things. There's, as you... So the the, dif- the different things you can build are referred to as Karakuri or something. Yeah, Karakuri. I think I'm not butchering the pronunciation. But anyway, like they can be the crates that you can kind of build up so you can jump off those and get a bit of extra height so you can jump down and kind of get a bit of extra momentum behind your hits and do more damage. You can build other things that are like giant air vents that just kind of blast you high in the air so you can maybe use those to dodge an enemy attack or they're good for platforming things just as you're navigating the world or again similar to the the um the boxes you can just build one shoot up into the air and then drop down from an even bigger height and you know cave that thing's head in um 
and, and even little things that you can kind of build on the ground that like a, a, this giant hammer pops out and just like swings back and cracks them on the head. You can, they t- there's fusion di- uh, fusion karakuri, so you can kind of use the different individual bits to build like this hybrid thing that like becomes a bomb, for example, or whatever the case happens to be, which is good for hurting the enemies. It's also good for there's there's breakable walls in the in the environment that if you build a bomb in front of those it'll blow up the wall and so that's a pathway that you can navigate in the future there's there's lots of kind of cool things they've brought to the formula it's probably just the core monster hunter style stuff that's um if monster hunter is like the 10 out of 10 like the the best in class when it comes to it this is probably like a 9 out of 10 in that um in that sense, in terms of like how that combat feels, like it's it's really really good. I'm not saying Monster Hunter games themselves are 10 out of 10 games, but like if they're the front runner, then that's like they're a close second. Like it's a very, very very good first crack at it. So I really hope that EA um, and Koei get together again and and do a sequel because I definitely want more of this, especially with just some some fine tuning. I think that that becomes a I don't know. I don't know when the next Monster Hunter World, uh, you know, whether it's Monster Hunter World Two or Rise Two or some other new Monster Hunter game. I don't know where that is and how far it'll be. But uh, if we're gonna kind of start to see Monster Hunter games and then this kind of alternating, I'm gonna be pretty happy because it gives us a lot, like more variety of those and gives them more often. So um, it brings some cool things that kind of change it up. But then the core of it is still that really solid Monster Hunter stuff that. That we've both come to love over the course of the last few years. So you haven't you haven't tried it out at all, you have you? No, not yet. Definitely worth it. You'll you'll have a great time. And there's crossplay. PlayStation, there, Xbox, yeah. PC. Yeah, you just just boom in through. I'm service. surprised. Uh, surprised PlayStation's come to the party. I'm just yeah, no no, no issues with that hey. whatsoever. Um, I think it's oh, I think it's go. mostly through like your EA account. Like, you'll see if you're playing oh, with another right, PlayStation okay, yeah, person, yeah. but it's yeah, through your EA you. account. So then if you've played with someone who's on Xbox or PC, it doesn't show. It just has, like, an EA logo next to their name. Whereas if it's someone from PlayStation, oh, you'll see the PlayStation symbol. And I'm sure it's kind of the same idea on Xbox or PC. PC probably doesn't matter. They couldn't care less. Like, Steam couldn't care less. They're not competing. But uh, I'm sure on Xbox, you probably don't see the PlayStation logos. Um, but maybe you do. I don't know. Um, it could also just be a case of like PlayStation is obviously the the primary audience for a game like that, so um, it could just be as simple as that. But anyway, um, that's Wild Hearts. Hopefully, by the time we chat next month, hopefully I'll, I'll have it done. I'm about twenty five, twenty six hours into it with with these last couple with these last couple to take out, and I desperately want to take them out. Not not because I'm having a bad time, but I, you know, there's a lot of other games that I'm still trying to work through from this year, and I'd like to get to them sooner sooner rather than later. Um, things like Octopath Traveler 2 and stuff that ride up my alley so need to find the opportunities for that but yeah that's 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 about it oh hell actually also like uh, Resident Evil 4 as we've already discussed like that's got to be played uh, there's there's Horizon Forbidden West DLC that's now only three weeks away or something like that oh, is it? Oh, yeah no. it's Jedi, Jedi Survivor as you touched on before is getting pretty close oh. Um, and even a little uh, little Kickstarter game that I that I backed that um, is out April sixth, uh, Curse of the Sea Rats, which is like a well they dub it a Ratroidvania, but it's you know it's like a two D Metroidvania, um, and it, like pirate rats and stuff. It's I, I've played a demo of it. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I can't say any more than that for now. But uh, yeah, that's that's the that's this month anyway. But there's some cool stuff on the way, and obviously a Metroid that I just need to finish off too. So there's there's a bit going on. Um, I'm looking forward to kind of. May when things start to go a little bit quieter for a while. Um, Redfall and Zelda will come out, but Zelda may be a bit of a nothing thing for us. We have no idea what's going to happen there ultimately we, yet. Well, I saw some. I saw this video today where Link picked up a giant rock and threw it. I Wasn't that those... Breath of the Wild though? But it had no stamina bar. That's what I'm str- scratching my head over. It could have like been Breath of the Wild, account? but I was looking at it going. If it's, if it's Tears of the Kingdom, there is no stamina bar, which means they got rid of it, or Link's just really strong and can lift up a rock. Um, was it like the know, never, Nintendo of America account like, or something? Or? It was like, I uh, don't know what it was. It was a 10-pin bowling. I know that. Yeah, it's... Because, um, yeah, the tweet says, when, when you know how to sneak strike but not bowl a strike... Were you a notorious bowler in Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? So yeah, it's a it's a Breath of the Wild clip. Ah, oh, being tricked. 
They've probably just turned but... off the UI for it or something. Ah, oh, you sneaky people. But yeah, that's... Maybe, um... maybe I should learn to read too, and then I would have saw Breath of the Wild just went, hey, this is, <laughs> this is fake. Fake it's news. a lie. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Makers. Yeah, look, maybe maybe Tears of the Kingdom is something we'll end up playing and really enjoy. I mean, I, I, I don't know about you. Are you going to play it anyway, but just to... Like, or, or do you really... Yeah, in about, it? I don't know, a year's time when I get through all the other games I want to play. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's not on my it's not on my list of games to play this year. I don't yeah. care if weapon degradation is gone and stamina is gone. I still don't care. I don't care if it gets to the top of the leaderboard of highest rating game of the year. I still don't care because yeah, it's all yeah, about that weapon system. Unless unless they kind of address the things. Bring that back the dungeons. We've kind well, of flagged if the, the, if the yeah, dungeons are back. I'll think about it. Yeah, yeah, that, that definitely gets me considering. And, like, May, thankfully, is a fairly empty window. Like, initially, there was kind of three big releases, and that was Redfall, Tears of the Kingdom, and Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad is clearly gone, even though they haven't officially announced it oh, yet. There's too much on. reporting about that, so it's, I think that's all legit, which is going to be official. Put a fork in Suicide Squad. It's done. Um, See, that's what happens when you show a 20-minute preview, and it's rubbish. Yeah, yeah. Good, they, good work, Sony. They nailed that. I'm not Sony. Uh, WB. Not, not, it's not Sony's fault. Good work, WB. You've made a Gotham Knights V2. So, yeah, kind of... So it might, it, it no. may potentially just leave Redfall, which is demoed really well for people as the previews have all been going up this week. So I might be keen to check that out. It sounds far more in line with Borderlands than kind of the the typical sort of Destiny-style shared world thing. So I'm pretty... I'm even more excited about it based on that. So, you know, might be keen to give that one a crack. But otherwise, it's a May is pretty quiet. So I'm looking forward to just... I'm trying to keep kind of a float May now. or April? Are we, are we, no, are we jumping that, a month that's, here? That's May because then it just allows oh. me to wade through the likes of Horizon and like Jedi Survivor and try and knock off a few. And if I don't really make many inroads into older games in the backlog through April, then I'm going to have a lot of May to be able to do it. Like if, if for somehow Resident Evil slips for me, then I've got May to be able to do it. So... Um, similar idea for the Octopaths and all those sorts of things we were just talking about so pretty keen to get to May I think at this point um, and if Zelda ends up being exactly what we're looking for well then it's just a bonus so and then I've just got to try and finish that or, before June comes along and Diablo and Final Fantasy roll in oh god it just does <laughs> and Story of Seasons oh it doesn't bother me yeah that doesn't right, bother you in July Pikmin 4 comes along oh no plenty of time August time. has Sea of Stars and Baldur's Gate. September has Starfield and Spider-Man. Like, it's just... Oh, uh, no. There's the, it seems when, like there's... When a, Starfield comes out, I'm, I'm gone. I'm gone for the rest of the year. I'm exploring God, planets. God help I'm us, because yeah, if Starfield and Spider-Man are dropping, like, that's... Oh, yoy, yoy. I mean, you'll get... I reckon, I reckon you'll get a few weeks, potentially, of Starfield, and, like, I reckon Spider-Man would be late September, if if all the reporting is true. Um, so... That at least gives you a few weeks to really dive deep and then maybe take a week's break or something like that and just immerse yourself in Spider-Man before coming back. I can't believe we're pushing six months into this year of how the whole gaming releases are going on this year. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's intense. It's full on. Um, and and yes, I just hope that October and November, December are quiet. Metroid Prime. Yeah. Do I be able to do it? Or Tony Hawk too from the PlayStation. <laughs> um. What do you what do you see yourself playing? Well, we're still going to go on with old me and Torito's adventures in Far Cry Six. Probably go back to Horizon Forbidden West and finish that off because we got DLC in three yeah. weeks, which is just daunting. So we should get back onto that. Yeah, I feel like it might be like ten to fifteen hours though, which is okay. Like you can you can kind of bite that I off. Don't even, I don't even know how far I am into Forbidden West because I just for some reason just stopped playing it and played. Moved on to Boy else. Simulator. Yeah, Boy Simulator came along and that was... Yes, true, yeah. You were steamrolling that to be ready for, for Ragnarok. Yeah, and then played Ragnarok. Back to back. No regrets. No regrets on that. I usually I usually don't go back to back on franchise games like that, except for two, which is God of War and Mass Effect, because I know Mass that's Effect, I'm in point. for a good yeah. time. That's why. No, that's fair. That's right. fair. Mass Effect, you, you kind of... Yeah, it's, it's almost an episodic game now that it's all out. And you also want to know your decisions too of what happens in the next game anyway. But 
if what happens when you kill Rex or save Dabo's favorite character, Caden, and his bottle of whiskey. Yeah, true. <laughs> but also, we might get into, hopefully, if I get around to it, Resident Evil 4 and do some more Chuck Norris kicking and yeah. knife stabbing. We'll have an, like, we've basically gotten a whole extra week up our sleeves with this last week of March and then April, so. Um, it'll just be a shame that come next updates we won't really be in a position to talk about Jedi Survivor at that stage when when do we record yeah yeah no we'll be out of luck next month so um, because we'll record on the uh, we'll record for an episode on the 25th and the game comes out on the 28th so we unfortunately won't have anything to won't have anything to say about Jedi Survivor in, in our April patched updates but I'm sure we might we may well have a dedicated episode or review discussion or something like that those need to start popping off soon because we haven't really done many review discussions this year um as in across the board maybe any if i recall so i'm gonna say none yeah i think there might be none and it's been okay there's been, it's been there's been previews but... there's been previews of games yeah that i've seen but no discussions no discussions yet but we'll all be chatting soon i'm sure um so yeah so far cry horizon anything else what else did I say? Oh, I kind of forgot. Survivor, uh, I guess, but yeah, we won't be talking Survivor about it. and... No, it was Resident Evil 4. There was one more game I said. I can't remember what it was. Clearly not that exciting, yeah, to be honest, if that was the case. <laughs> um, all right, we'll, we'll wrap things up there. Uh, if you enjoyed that episode of Patched, a really long one in the end, uh, considering we only had like nine games to discuss, uh, please make sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the oh, buttons are down below. Hit the notification bell. That way you're alerted to every new video the moment it goes live. That includes Patched, Player 2 Hey. Hey. <laughs> Uh, get, uh, I nearly said late, late game review then uh, Gamer score and a whole bunch more Awesome stuff So please make sure to subscribe And go and check it out Visit the website Player2.net.au For reviews, previews, opinion pieces News, features, links to the podcast series Patch, the Player2 Pixelcast And Dev Diary We're on Patreon Patreon.com Slash Player2AU Kicking a few bucks Lower tiers, early access High tiers, monthly episode exclusives And finally there's Twitter Matto oh, M- Matto underscore Phil Paul James Games for myself the website is player2au. Go check out Terry Crews on Twitter on social media as well. Uh, since you just saw him on the screen for those watching the video, well, go movie. check out his go check out his old spice commercials. Yeah, yeah. and don't play Crackdown really? Three; it's bad. Um, but otherwise, thanks a lot for watching. Let us know what you've been playing in the comments, and uh, we'll see you next week.